welcome to another episode of Made in Lancashire. It's good to have you back here. Got to apologise for being a bit lapsadaisical in June. There was an awful lot going on with our innovation challenge, so we didn't really get much opportunity to go out there and record people. But uh, first chat we had today was with Becky at Crowberry Consulting, a very passionate lady who knows her stuff. And yeah, listen in. It's a very interesting listen. Becky from Crowberry Consulting. Welcome to our podcast, Becky. Hi, Jill. Thanks for the invitation. Nice to see you and speak with you. So, For those that haven't come across you and haven't figured out the branding and everything else, because Crowberry doesn't kind of say what it says on the tin, what, it, what you do on the tin. So for our listeners who haven't heard of you, what is it you do? Oh, thanks, Jill. Yeah. Um, so Crowberry Consulting is a sustainability consultancy based in Chorley, Lancashire, established in 2006. And we do three things predominantly, training, consultancy and auditing in the world of sustainability and frameworks and standards such as international standards. So um, quite focused, uh, quite bespoke. Um, and yeah, been trading for about 17 years now, Jill. So going good. You are, and ever, and it, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice now, ever expanding, as they would say. Aww. I mean, for those that haven't come across you this year, you've sort of been in the news quite a bit with various awards that you've either received or you've sponsored or you've won or you're doing quite yeah. well this year, aren't you? It's all, yeah, finally coming together, as they say. Um, so probably the most prestigious um, recognition that I did receive this year was from Society for the Environment, um, which is my sort of society, if you like. So I'm a fully paid up member of the Institute of Environmental Management and Assessment, IEMA. Um, and yeah, I was encouraged to apply to be the Environmental Professional of the Year 2022. So that's been like voted, voted for by my peers uh, in my sort of technical society. So it was lovely to get that. Um, we also take on a lot of apprenticeships here at Crowbury Consulted and interns. Um, and much to our delight and surprise, back in January, um, we went down to the NUI Awards, National Undergraduate um, Employability Awards, with the University of Liverpool, where we won Best Collaboration, Best Project with the University and we do take on regular um, postgrads internships from the University of Liverpool. Um, so it's like a recognition of five years of, of work with them. Plus, we also won the Lancashire um, Apprenticeship Awards for Best SME uh, Apprenticeship Programme. So, yeah, it's it's been an amazing year uh, so far um, for recognition. But it links back to sort of investing in your team, investing in your staff. Um, and also, you know, it's trying to grow that next generation, if you like, of talent and keeping the talent in the northwest, um, especially in Lancashire, for what we do, which is all about sustainability. You strongly believe in there, isn't it? Because you've always been an advocate for bringing people through your business. Absolutely. Um, then liking to keep them, but unfortunately, sometimes they move on because they've been poached by big boys or big girls or however you want to call them. this this is it and you know we're very lucky here jill that we've got you know lancaster university on our doorstep 
Salford University or just University of Liverpool, University of Manchester and so many. I think it's about 10, maybe 12 universities literally on our doorstep, including UCLan, which is our nearest and Edge Hill, uh, where we can have these conversations, create roles, um, paid summer internship roles um, and give people opportunities. And it's like an extended job interview, to be honest. Um, and if there is, you know, enough client work coming in, then we can keep them on as year in industry roles or, you know, full time, um, you know, permanent positions. So we also get involved in, like I say, the Kickstart scheme, uh, which was created sort of after the pandemic. So we had three Kickstarters, one of which went on to become an apprentice in digital marketing um, and two of which took, we took on as graduate roles. So. You know, we do nurture the team, nurture the staff as a signatory to the Lancashire Skills Pledge, but also we're committed through the Society for the Environment um, as as an employer champion um, for continued professional development, Jill. So investing um, in paying for our staff to be part of technical institutes, paying for them to do training and growing their knowledge and competencies, which helps us with our services, you know, to support our client base. So it's a win-win-win, really. Um, but, yeah, we've we've been involved with Lancaster University since 2008, which I believe going back a long way. <laughs> Your age off now, Becky. I know, getting, getting old. <laughs> not a 16 year old anymore you're now 21 21 again um but no it's such a joy you know we feel very privileged to work with all these wonderful universities and also just a nod to Santander because they have uh, a program where they'll match fund or fund in part some of the summer internships that we have um and that's a really you know it's a delight to work with them because it reduces the pain uh, as a small to medium business you know, salary costs can be between 80 to 50 percent of your overhead cost, really. So anyone that's listening to this, that's thinking, oh, you know, I could do with a, a pair of hands for the summer. Um, just just Google Santander universities, because there's quite a few, again, in, in the Lancashire Northwest region. Um, but there's other opportunities to work with the universities through student projects. So, for example, we had a master's student last year research what's the best free of charge carbon footprint for small companies to use. Um, so all that qualitative, quantitative research, focus groups, hours, you know, searching on the Internet was all done as part of her dissertation, um, you know, which we sort of effectively sponsored the dissertation. So that's a really good way um, for, you know, businesses to connect uh, with the research community as well. And again, it's a try before you buy. If you've got a job going at the end, you've got a talented person. You know, well, I was talking to um, the lovely Sonia from Edge Hill uh, end of last week, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah, she was letting me know that Edge Hill are about to announce another round of their internships that are coming up, fifteen hundred for the year or something. Round about that figure, please don't shout at me, Sonia, if I've got the wrong <laughs> figure there. Um, but yeah, I mean, using these people, or using these students, should I say? Yeah, it's just it's a no brainer, isn't it? It becomes um, quite addictive as well, because it's such good fun to go up to the universities and do the interviews. You might want to do like a practical test when you and you interview them and to get that fresh talent and also diverse talent. You know, we're an LGBT owned business, women owned business, and we try to encourage underrepresented groups to apply for our roles. Um, 
because a lot of the international students don't get a look in Jill, you know, um, and they're very grateful and appreciative when they get a chance to work with a British based company, not just because it looks great on their CV, but they genuinely want to know, you know, how our culture works. You know, they can bring different perspectives, different, you know, cultural views um, to the table. And that is just, you know, incredibly, you know, insightful and unique and also makes us look good, frankly. Uh, <laughs> we're like the UN of Chorley. Um, you know, so over the years, we've, we've taken on Chinese students, Jamaican students, Indian, um, a guy from Zambia who was lovely, Roberto from Mexico, also fantastic. You know, So we see this as a great opportunity. Um, and I think it's it's super powerful for all businesses in the area to try and reach out and connect with the colleges and institutes like Hedge Hill and all the rest, because they're there, you know, to help you grow your business. Exactly. Yeah. They want their students to get a good understanding of what it's like working in a business. And you need the extra feet under the table to help you grow the business. So it's a, it's a win win type of thing. Absolutely. So, I like to throw in an odd question for the people that I have a chat with. Kind of warned you when we talked about this beforehand. So come up with a slightly different one, just in case you went away and listened to some previous podcasts thinking, <laughs> oh, I know the answer to that. She's going to ask me that. <laughs> in an ideal world, past, present, I can't say future because it, it, it won't make sense, but in the past and in the present, yeah. if you have the choice, which three people would you invite round to dinner? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's really interesting. Inter for an interesting evening, one way or the other, be they be they fictional or be they real life or be they dead? Yeah, I think all mine are probably passed away. Um, I think the yeah. obvious ones, you know, I am an ecologist, environmental scientist, so Rachel Carson goes without saying who wrote The Sea Around Us, um, groundbreaking. Um, also, she was responsible for the banning of DDT in America and basically kick-started the environmental movement in America. Um, and it inspired me on my journey and my education. And then number two would be Charles Darwin, goes without saying, origin of the species, evolutionary biologist. <laughs> him, wouldn't it, yeah. Um, you know, I've not, I've yet to go to his property. I think it's National Trust owned, isn't it? You can go for the day. I probably would never want to leave. I'd be so engrossed in reading everything. And then obviously Albert Einstein, you've got to have him at a dinner party, haven't you? Just to pick his brains. And yeah, apparently he was an open water swimmer like me. So, uh, he loved swimming and that's where he got a lot of his ideas from when he was in his Zen, you know, space in the water. So they would be three good ones, I think. <laughs> Einstein, there's, there's various things about how he was, um, some say he could have been autistic or he had ADHD or he was something because of his weird abilities, isn't it? Yeah, apparently he couldn't speak for about five years. And when he did choose to speak, it was quite, yeah, to the point. <laughs> so I think that's probably with a phenomenal brain like that you're just using it bits when you need and I liked his style in terms of he never wrote telephone numbers down because his, his approach was well it's already in a book why would I need to write it down again i.e. The, the phone book for listeners who remember the good old yellow pages um, but yeah I liked his style of you know 
his desk was just pure chaos, but he knew where everything was. <laughs> Brilliant brain. Yes, that would be an interesting dinner party then, wouldn't it? Yeah, because, you know, it's that connectivity, I think, between physics, biology, ecology, geography, you know, how the world works, how we look at the world, how we look at the universe. You know, we're getting more and more interested in looking outwards uh, at the same time as looking in to sort of try and protect our own blue planet um, and, and to stop us all from melting, including the uh, the polar bears and the, the penguins. Um, so climate change is obviously such a massive agenda uh, subject right now. And with the net zero, a lot of companies are trying to achieve net zero before 2050 because it might be too late by then. But the impact certainly in our lifetime in terms of, you know, food insecurity, uh, fires, droughts, floods. It's kind of like your Hollywood style disaster movie that could potentially be coming our way, Jill. So everything we can do um, to reduce our carbon footprint and water footprint has to be a good thing. You forever, Becky, but I know you've got a business to run there, so I'll let you get off then. So if anybody wants to catch up with you and find you, they can just search out uh, Becky Consulting. Toll, yeah. or Becky Toll, uh, T-O-A-L, for those that can't spell. <laughs> she's on LinkedIn. She's got a I website know. along with the rest of her lovely crew there. Thanks, Very friendly yeah. office. You know, oh, if you want to go and have a good you. chat, drop in and, uh, and give her a shout. Yeah, we we have the, the kettle on and we do we do occasionally buy chorley cakes as well, which are quite nice. Uh, but no, it's lovely talking to you, Jill. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, and yeah, any listeners want to get in touch, feel free. Brilliant. Thanks for that then, Becky. Bye. Told you it was interesting, didn't I? I've got to apologise. Becky comes across on that recording really, really well and you can hear her. And for some reason, I seem to be talking through a sock. So uh, lesson learned, uh, check which input is going into machine before starting to record. Right. Uh, some news to tell you. We've got our Innovation Festival, the Lancashire Innovation Festival happening again this year. Um, it's going to be on the 7th of October at Brockles. They have green conferencing facilities there. So we're going to take over the whole building for the day, starting with breakfast, quick little bit of lunch uh, and even cakes in the afternoon. It's going to be a hybrid event. But yeah, you've got the option of watching it online. But yeah, we're happy to have as many as possible down there. It's a room that will hold a lot. Um, we'd love to see you. We'd love to feed you. And I'm sure I'm going to be talking more on this over the next couple of months. So what else is happening within Innovate Lancashire? Okay, I'm sure you know about our brilliant new website. I do keep going on about it enough. And if you follow us on social media, you'll have seen that it's everywhere all the time. We have now started with opportunities. We have a whole raft of them that come in on a regular basis. So we're going to put them on the website. Um, and for those businesses who are listed in our directory and have updated their details and have a relevant email address down, we will be sending it out to them first so they get first viewing on those opportunities. OK, so now you're thinking, am I listed in the directory? 
am I not listed in this directory? InnovateLancashire.co.uk. Go to the directory, put in your company name. If it comes up with a listing and says, claim this listing next to it, um, simply put in your work email. It comes through to us. We match you up and then you've got access to your listing. On that listing, you can have your company details, what it is you're doing, your socials, a video, your logo, anything that might prove useful to somebody looking to co collaborate with somebody um, with innovation. So maybe you're not listed. If you are based in Lancashire and you feel you have or you have an innovative product that you're wanting to work with others on, if you have an innovation process that you feel you want to work with others, or if you're involved in helping people with innovation, you know, whether it's immersive technology, um, whether it's just working through processes, um, whether you're even a funded support program out there who's listening, who's thinking, actually, yeah, we could do with working with these people because we've got this whole raft of knowledge that we can place at their disposal. If that is you and you are not listed, there's a button at the top of the website that says register. Fill in the details. Again, once you're approved, you can then go in and put all your details on. Do put an email address that um, you're going to get information through on. Too many put in info, admin, you know, that kind of thing. Why not make a specific email address that's innovate at? That way you'll know that the uh, emails you're getting will just be from us and you'll be able to measure uh, and work out the use of it, etc. Sorry, that's me with my marketing hat on. Something I always did when I ran my own business. I'd join lots of websites and I'd actually call, I'd create an email account that was the website at and then the business name. That way, I always knew who'd got hold of the email address or what was happening with it. Sorry, teaching you to suck eggs, no doubt. Right, um, just to say then that uh, we've got a new episode coming out next week. I caught up with our Innovation Challenge winners, um, the event that we had back in June where we gave away £30,000. So I caught up with them and we had a nice chat. So that's uh, the next episode that's coming out. Anyhow, I'll go now. I've waffled enough. Hope you have a good week. Toodles.